48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The headlines. The High Court puts a man on probation after he admitted to killing his terminally ill wife. Two people have died after a crane collapses at a construction site in Ping, And China's export growth slows more than expected for the month of August. The High Court has put a retired electrician on probation for a year after he admitted to killing his terminally ill wife in a bid to end her suffering. Maggie Ho reports. The prosecution had charged 59-year-old Kuo Kuai Yin with the manslaughter of his wife, Chen Sao Wan, who was 54 and had late-stage cancer. The court heard that with the wife's consent, Kuo put a wok of burning charcoal in her bedroom at their Ablei Chao home after she had fallen asleep on the 19th January two years ago. In sentencing, Justice Albert Wong said the case was a tragedy in which the defendant had wanted to let his wife pass away peacefully so he had opted to handle it with compassion. A crane has collapsed on several containers at a construction site in Sao Maoping, killing two workers there. Authorities say six others are injured and that they have found another worker who's reported missing earlier. The accident happened shortly before 11am when the crane at Anderson Road site at the Anderson Road site fell over. An infectious diseases specialist says the chance of a major monkeypox outbreak here is small. Wilson Lam was commenting on Hong Kong's first case of the infectious disease. A 30-year-old man who flew back yesterday after travelling to Canada, the United States and the Philippines. He's now in isolation in hospital. Dr Lam told RTHK that monkeypox is not very infectious and is now on the wane around the world. If the outbreak in other parts of the world are rising, and then at the same time we are loosening up the restriction for travel in our Hong Kong, then theoretically there could be a risk of observing an increasing number of cases in the coming weeks. But then we understand that the global cases of monkeypox are actually decreasing. It's already actually peaked in August. We don't expect Hong Kong to loosen the travel restrictions in a very fast manner. So the chance of monkeypox having a really large outbreak would be quite small, actually. China's exports grew 7.1% in August year-on-year, while imports rose 0.3%. That's according to mainland customs data. Analysts in a Reuters poll had expected exports to rise 12.8% after an 18% jump in July. Imports were expected to rise 1.1% after ticking up 2.3% in the previous month. Meanwhile, Reuters says China's trade surplus with the United States has narrowed to just under $37 billion in August from $41.5 billion in July. Finance Chief Paul Chan says the Greater Bay Area is developing into one of the top megalopolis and bay areas in the world. Speaking at a seminar on the area's development, Mr Chan says Hong Kong needs to take the lead in building the area's economy into one that's more high-value added and international. He says the SAR shouldn't be limited to to itself, but set its sights on the Greater Bay Area so as to contribute to the country's development. The minister says the joint development shouldn't be limited to finance, innovation and technology. Actually, the country's 14th five-year plan states that Hong Kong's future development direction includes international aviation hub, regional intellectual property and trade centre, and an art and cultural hub where East meets West. In these areas, Hong Kong and other Greater Bay Area cities can complement each other or even join hands. These are all promising developments. 
Authorities in South Korea says the death toll from Typhoon Hinamnor has risen to 10 in South Korea. The typhoon, one of the most powerful to hit the country in decades, flooded streets and buildings as it passed through on Monday and Tuesday. In the port city of Pohang, seven bodies and two survivors were pulled out of the submerged underground parking lot at an apartment complex. An emergency session of the UN Security Council in New York has been discussing the safety situation at the Russian-occupied Zaporizhia nuclear power plant in Ukraine. UN inspectors have recommended that a security zone be set up immediately to shield the facility from fighting. Expressing his grave concern, the UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres set out the conditions for the plant's safe operation. As a first step... Russian and Ukrainian forces must commit not to engage in any military activity towards the plant site or from the plant site. Zaporizhia facility and its surroundings must not be a target or a platform for military operations. As a second step, an agreement on a demilitarized perimeter should be secured. Specifically, that would include a commitment by Russian forces to withdraw all military personnel and equipment from that perimeter and the commitment by Ukrainian forces not to move into it. Afterwards, the head of the UN nuclear watchdog, Rafael Grossi, warned against the dangers what he witnessed during his visit to the plant. The physical uh, attack, wittingly or unwittingly, the hits that this facility has received is simply unacceptable. We are playing with fire and something very, very catastrophic could take place. Officials in the United States say Russia is in the process of buying millions of rockets and artillery shells from North Korea for use in the war in Ukraine. U.S. intelligence puts this down to severe shortages it says Russia's military is facing. They've linked this in part to the effect of Western sanctions and export controls, although some experts have questioned whether such measures would impact the production of relatively low-tech armaments. There's been no independent confirmation of such alleged purposes purchases. At a news briefing, the Pentagon Press Secretary Brigadier General Pat Ryder said the intelligence suggested Russia was facing problems supplying its military with what it needed. We do have indications that Russia has approached North Korea to request ammunition. It does demonstrate and is indicative of the situation that Russia finds itself in in terms of its logistics and sustainment capabilities as it relates to Ukraine. So the fact that they're reaching out to North Korea is a sign that they're having some challenges on the sustainment front. You, President Biden has spoken to Liz Truss by telephone to congratulate her on becoming Prime Minister. Downing Street said Ms Truss looked forward to working with the President on common challenges. Vedant Patel is a spokesman for the US State Department. The UK and the US are the closest of friends and allies, and we look forward to continuing our close cooperation with Prime Minister Truss and the new government on a range of important priorities, including continued support to Ukraine in the face of Russia's war. Our unparalleled defense and security alliance and special relationship founded on shared values and common beliefs promote security and prosperity for our two nations and for the world. Earlier, Liz Truss had promised what she described as a bold plan to see Britain through its economic troubles in her first speech as UK Prime Minister. Standing outside Number 10 Downing Street, Ms Truss said the country was facing global headwinds, but she was convinced it could ride out the storm. By delivering on the economy, on energy and on the NHS, we will put our nation 
on the path to long-term success. We shouldn't be daunted by the challenges we face. As strong as the storm may be, I know that the British people are stronger. Jewel Labs, an American firm which manufactures e-cigarettes, has agreed to pay more than 400 million U.S. dollars to 33 states after an investigation found it had marketed high nicotine products to underage teenagers. The BBC's Chichi Zundu has more details. This two-year investigation found that Jewel did appeal to users under 21 through social media posts, launch parties and giving away free samples. In a statement released by Connecticut's Attorney General, the e-cigarette maker was also accused of having a porous age verification system. Jewel called the settlement a significant part of its ongoing commitment to resolve issues from the past but didn't acknowledge any wrongdoing. This is not the only legal action against the company. In November, it set to go on trial after a San Francisco school district accused it of targeting children. The European Union has vetoed a proposed takeover of a U.S. cancer test startup by an American biotech giant because of concerns it could create a monopoly. Illumina is trying to buy out Grail for more than seven billion U.S. dollars, but the EU's competition commissioner Margaret Vestager said the merger could, would hamper competition and stifle innovation in cancer test technology. This would stifle the ongoing innovation race between Grail and its rivals and ultimately lead to less innovation, less choice and higher prices for European citizens and for our healthcare systems. Reports suggest Illumina is likely to appeal, claiming Brussels has little jurisdiction in the matter. Saudi state television says Gulf Arab countries are demanding that Netflix remove content for children which they see is contrary to Islamic values. Recently, there's been a concerted campaign in Saudi Arabia against media seen as supporting the LGBT community. The BBC's Sebastian Usher reports. The committee that deals with electronic media in the Gulf Cooperation Council has warned that legal action will be taken against Netflix if it doesn't remove the content that it has deemed offensive. The statement by the committee doesn't give further details, but Saudi state television has followed up the statement with several broadcasts in which interviewees accuse Netflix of promoting homosexuality. In the last couple of months, there's been what seems to be a concerted campaign, both official and unofficial, against what are seen as media outlets or individuals trying to advance the LGBT cause in the Gulf. Researchers studying wild chimpanzees in the Ugandan rainforest have found that they use tree roots to drum out messages to one another. The scientists also noticed that if a male was showing off to a nearby group of females, he would often disguise his identity from nearby competitors by switching to a different rhythm. The BBC's Victoria Gill reports. The panting, hooting call of a wild chimpanzee quickly followed by a short burst of tree root drumming. These chimps, scientists say, use the roots to drum out messages to one another that carry over distances of up to a kilometre. Researchers found that each male had his own signature drumbeat. The animals use the sound to announce their presence when they're travelling through the dense rainforest. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 18,863. That's 338 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $48 billion. In currencies, the US dollar is trading at 144.33 yen. The euro stands at 98.79 cents. And the pound is worth 8 Hong Kong dollars and 99 cents. 
to sports and we start with tennis. Tunisia's Onjabur marched into the US Open semi-finals with a straight sets victory over Ayla Tomiljanovic. It finished 6-4, 7-6. Jabur reached the Wimbledon final in July and is chasing the first Grand Slam title of her career. She'll face Carolina Garcia in the last four. In the men's draw, Norway's Kasper Rud reached the semis by beating Matteo Berrettini in straight sets. Rud will face Karen Kachanov. To football's European Champions League, where the title holders Real Madrid have made a fine start in the group stage. It's going to be some goal, I tell you, if this ball ends up in the back of the net. Celtic fans getting frustrated. Kroos is crossed. Carvajal's knockback. Hazard scores. Unbelievable stuff from the European champions. Celtic could not get a kick. Aiden Hazard got the third goal in Real Madrid's 3-0 win at Celtic. Vinicius Jr. and Luka Modric were also on target. The BBC's Roddy Forsyth has more details. Football matches are decided by the art of taking chances and Real Madrid demonstrated exactly how to do it with clinical finishes from Vinicius Jr., Luka Modric and Eden Hazard, who made it 3-0 after an astonishing 33-pass move. But Celtic can believe second place is not beyond them after having had the better of the first-half opportunities, and you can't take them if you don't make them as Dyson Maeda can reflect when visions of his miss from four yards float in front of his eyes. But the most arresting sight of all was that of more than 50,000 Hoops fans staying beyond the final whistle to salute Ange Postacoglu and his players for staying true to their pledge to produce open, attacking and attractive football. Also in Group F, Ukraine's only representative in the group stage, Shakhtar Donetsk, picked up a huge win beating RB Leipzig 4-1 in Germany. More from the BBC's John Bennett. Yes, RB Leipzig are struggling this season, but this was a wonderful performance by Shakhtar. Marian Schwed stole the ball from the Leipzig goalkeeper to make it 1-0 from long range. Leipzig equalised early in the second half, but seconds later, Schwed made it 2-1 with a deflected shot. Then one of the Ukraine national team's potential stars, Mikhailo Mudrik, scored before setting up Lucina Traore for the fourth. Most of Shakhtar's foreign stars left the club this year, but against the odds, they've started this Champions League campaign in style. And in Group H, Kylian Mbappe scored twice as Paris Saint-Germain got past Juventus 2-1 in the French capital. Benfica beat Maccabi Haifa 2-0. Manchester City and Borussia Dortmund both opened with wins in Group G. Dortmund enjoyed a 3-0 home win over FC Copenhagen. City went one better, winning 4-0 at Sevilla. Salzburg drew 1-0 with AC Milan in Group E. And now for a look at the weather, mainly cloudy with occasional showers and one or two thunderstorms, moderate to fresh easterly winds, occasionally strong offshore. The temperature is 29 degrees, relative humidity 76%. To end the news, the top stories once again. The High Court puts a man on probation after he admitted to killing his terminally ill wife. Two people have died after a crane collapses at a construction site in Sao Malping. And China's export growth slows more than expected for the month of August. The news from RTHK. The Brew with Phil Whelan on Radio 3.
Good afternoon to you. That is Icona Pop and Ultranate on Radio 3, and you're free. Right now, it's 17 minutes past one o'clock, The Brew. I'm quite looking forward to the next bit, because if you've been listening to Morning Brew for a while, you'll know that Wednesday is Classical Music Day. And usually, our friend Colin Touchin, a wonderful composer and conductor, comes along and we talk about bits and pieces, play some music, enjoy it, hopefully and leave with a little bit more musical knowledge. Well, Colin's away in Europe doing a few bits and pieces at the moment, so I get a chance to invite our mate Paul Archibald back. Genius trumpet player, this guy. I think he was the principal trumpet of the Royal Opera House in London when he was about what, three or something, something silly like that. Anyway, um, I'm going to get to all that with Paul in about 10 minutes or so. Now, the beauty of being able to do this in the afternoon on The Brew is I can play a lot more of the music because we've got a bit more time. So I'm really looking forward to that. We'll get to it in a few minutes from now. That you've been a fan of me See me in your fantasy Everything I got, I got working for me So eat that, peep that I'm the one to beat, yeah You wanna kiss her, I'm like, damn I see my reflection, got affection Cause I can't I can't help that I feel myself Cause I guess I'm a fan When everything you're looking for Is right here where I stand, yeah Bet you've been a fan of me See me in your fantasies Everything I got, I got working for me So eat that, peep that I'm the one to beat, yeah With ambitions, how I'm made I can't keep from winning when it's in my DNA Push me down and I'll bounce right back Trampoline and it's in my chest Rising like a phoenix, making fire from the ashes Cause you've been a fan of me See me in your fantasies Everything I got, I got looking for me So eat that 